بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد الحمدللہ tonight is the 13th of February in the year 2023 and Alhamdulillah we've completed the 8th week the 56th night that we're going through the exalted and dear life of the illustrious companion Sayyidina Anas ibn Malik and I've reached a point where I've mentioned his blessed name where the tyrant Hajjaj is mentioned And the last thing I mentioned was that he would tell the people to be patient, i.e. with regards to the tyranny of Hajjaj. And then he mentioned a hadith where the Prophet said, no time comes, but thereafter it gets worse. And then I mentioned that his student Muhammad ibn Sirin, he never even spoke ill of Hajjaj. And he said that I fear that his tawheed will protect him and I will be punished for backbiting against him. And even if Muhammad ibn Sirin would occasionally fall into the sin of backbiting, he would give sadaqah. It is also very informative to note that Anas radiallahu he relates the following priceless dua from our beloved messenger Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahlan wa anta taj'alul hazna idha shi'ata sahla. O Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nothing is easy except what you make easy. And indeed you, if you please, can change grief into ease. This is in Ibn Hibban in his Sahih number 2427, Ibn Asini number 351, Hisn al-Muslim, Fortress of the Muslim number 139. And Shaykh al-Arna'ud stated Sahih in his checking of Imam Nawi, Kitab al-Afqar, page 106. So this is a very famous dua. And the dua is when you are in a predicament and the Prophet instructed وسلم, to make this dua, O oh, our Lord, nothing is easy except what you make easy. So even if you think this is an insurmountable problem, it's easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the Prophet said, وسلم, and indeed you, if you please, can change grief into ease. So this is a dua and it's on the authority of Anas. So look how interesting. So he wasn't just going to teach us this dua. Surely he was also uttering this dua in the times of trials and tribulations. To conclude with the infamous Al-Hajjaj, Hisham ibn Hassan, he said, count the number which Hajjaj killed deliberately. It reached 120,000. Ayy, and who knows how many more he had given orders to kill or killed himself. This is in Tirmadhi, number 2220, Mishkat, volume 4, number 15, in the chapter on the nations and tribes. Al-Bidaya, in the chapter on the biography of Hajjaj. So one of the Salaf, he said that he killed 120,000. But who did he also give orders to kill? And who did he kill himself? So this is a number that he himself came to. And not forgetting, it's not just numbers. They were the best of the best whom he killed. Either companions of the Prophet and the Tabi'in. This great slaughter of the innocent was foretold by no other than our beloved messenger. 
Abu As-Siddiq rahmatullahi he relates that Asma bint Abu Bakr radiyallahu said face to face to Hajjaj without doubt Rasulullah informed sallallahu alayhi wasallam that two liars will come from Thaqif the last worse than the first who is the killer i.e. the butcher and indeed you are surely him or Hajjaj subhanallah this is recorded in Hakim and his Mustadrak 4-526 states Sahih to the criteria of Bukhari and Muslim. Zahabi Sahih. Ahmad in his Musnad 6-351-2 relates similar. So this is when Abdullah ibn Zawair was martyred and then Hajjaj, the shaitan that he was, he wanted his mother to suffer, who was still alive. Asma bin Abu Bakr. But Asma then narrated to him a hadith. And what hadith did she narrate to him? She goes, I heard Rasulullah say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, two liars will come from Thaqif. The last is the worst. He is the butcher. It is you, O Hajjaj. So now, who is the other one? The other one was Mukhtar Athakar. The one who deviated and started saying he's receiving revelation. And he was dealt with by Asma's other son, Mus'ab ibn Zubair Rahmatullah So not the Prophet Again miracles He's mentioning things About tribes And then those Come true to the very letter He called them two liars What's interesting Hajjaj isn't often Called a liar But the Prophet Called him a liar And he's a killer A butcher And Asma goes Is definitely you And what did the Prophet say The last is worse Than the first So according to this Sahih hadith Hajjaj was worse than Mukhtar. Look at the harm Mukhtar caused. In a similar report, in Sahih Muslim, number 6496, in the chapter on the virtues of the companions, Mishkat, volume 4, number 24, in the chapter on the nations and tribes, Abu Nawfal, rahmatullah he relates that Asma said to the tyrant, Rasulullah informed us, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, anna fi thaqifin kathaban wa mubira. Verily, amongst the Thaqif tribe, there will be a liar and a great slaughterer. As for the liar, I Mukhtar, we have already seen him. As for the great slaughterer, I do not think it is anybody but you. Upon this, Hajjaj stood up. He did not give any reply to her and he left. So, what's happening? Hajjaj is trying to hurt Asma. And Asma, in turn, hurt him. And no greater harm can be caused by a negative statement from the Prophet He goes, you're the great slaughterer. And Mukhtar, I mean, uh, Hajjaj didn't deny it. He listened to her and he walked away. But in another report, this most blessed woman clearly said, the liar was Mukhtar. And as for the butcher, I don't think it is any but you or Hajjaj. This is recorded by Hafiz ibn al-Atir. It is Al-Qamil, volume 4, page 293-4. Hafiz Baladuri in his Ansab al-Ashraf, page 61-2. And other references. So she mentioned by name the liar. It was Mukta. And he goes, the butcher I think is you. I.e. O Hajjaj. So, just to add details here. When Hajjaj killed Abdullah ibn Zubair, he was puffed up with pride. And he said first, bring his mother to me. So when they came, she said, I have no need to go to the tyrant. 
So when the messengers brought the news back to Hajjaj, he puffed up with pride. He put his slippers on and he went straight to Asma. And Asma by that time was blind. She was 100 years old or thereabouts. And then Hajjaj said to her, he goes, how do you think or how do you now feel that I've dealt with the, with the misguided one? In other words, I've dealt with the rebel. And then she mentioned these hadiths. But before she mentioned these hadiths, she said, he has destroyed your hereafter. You've destroyed his world. <laughs> Meaning, what a poor deal. And then Hajjaj, he, he mentioned he was a rebel because he deserved this. But then Asma narrated the hadiths. And then what's interesting, in one report from memory, Hajjaj, as he was leaving, he said, I am the butcherer. I am the butcher of the liars. So he missed. He twisted the hadith. He accepted it. When the Prophet said, وسلم, there will be a great slaughter from the thaqif. He added to it these words, I am the great slaughterer of the rebels. So Asma heard this and she said, he wasn't a rebel. Because he was the most obedient and she mentioned his virtues. So look, look how interesting. Hajjaj was trying to fit the hadith into a positive well, how can he be a positive when before that he goes, there's going to be a great liar. It's the same hadith. So note, it shows that he believed, of course, what the Prophet had said, sallallahu alayhi wa And what better way to describe this tyrant than from the words of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa In Behaki, in Shu'ab al-Iman, 5-358, Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiyallahu alayhi wa our beloved messenger said, sallallahu alayhi wa Min aswa in nasi manzilatan the worst of mankind is he who spoils his life of the hereafter for the sake of someone else's worldly benefit. So look at this amazing report. Min aswa in nas, the worst of mankind is who? Is the one who spoils his akhirat. Why has he spoiled it? For the sake of someone else's worldly benefit. <laughs> so what's strange? The Prophet didn't say the worst of mankind is the one who destroys his akhirat for his world. Because he's not the worst. The worst is the one who destroys his akhirat for someone else's world. So a person goes, well, who's that? Ajaj bin Yusuf. Because he was a complete nasabi. He was completely loyal to the Umayyad authorities. And he, he just did whatever... He thought was right to kurifelu with him. So what better way than to describe him like this? I.e. the worst of mankind. But like I mentioned, he wasn't an unbeliever. Because he had serious problems, but he wasn't an unbeliever. And also, like I mentioned, what did Asma say to uh, Hajjaj? Indeed, you have spoiled his worldly life. Then undoubtedly he has spoiled your hereafter. This is in Hakim and his Mustadrak 4-5-6 states Sahih with the criteria of Bukhari and Muslim. Zahabi Sahih, Ahmad in his Musnad, 6-3-5-1-2. And in a slightly different wording, this majestic woman defiantly said to the tyrant, I find you have wronged him in this world, where it is he has spoiled your hair after. This is in Sahih Muslim, number 6,496, in the chapter on the virtues of the companions, Mishkat, volume 4, number 24, in the chapter on the nations and tribes. So look at the very interesting word. You wronged him in the world. Well, he spoiled your hereafter, mm. meaning he's going to be a great burden for you on the day of judgment. Mm. And what's fascinating, Asma herself passed away shortly thereafter. Mm. 
So Allah Ta'ala gave her the honor to see her son getting martyred. And then later, having that patience, which you get a tremendous reward for. And then she later passed away as well. And also Abdullah ibn Umr, who was an age companion by that time, he came to pay his respects. And he said to Asma, he goes, once a goat is slaughtered, it doesn't feel anything when it's skinned. So he said something of that nature to Asma. Now what he meant by that was, your son has been butchered. They mutilated him. They took his head off, arms, crucified him, etc., etc. So what he was beautifully highlighting to Asma was, don't worry about that. Allah has protected him because obviously he is now in the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But she wanted to see her son. And even though she was blind, she did see him. And then when she saw him crucified, she goes, isn't it time for this rider to get off the horse? Meaning, he goes, what else are you going to do to him now? Because he's already, because he's passed on, he goes, bury him. And a report says he's buried in the mother city, Makkah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be well pleased with the majestic family of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq and forgive us all for their honorable sake. Amen. And the other thing was, which is worth mentioning, Abdullah ibn Umar saw him, saw his uh, crucified body, and then he stopped. And in Sayyid Muslim, he goes, Ya Abu Khubeb, I warned you about this. Ya Abu Khubeb, I warned you about this. And then he paused again. He goes, the people say that you are the worst. Rather, you are the best of the people. And then he moved on. That statement of Abdullah ibn Umar reached Hajjaj. And he was furious. Because I'm going to deal with this, the son of Umar now. Now, what did he say? All he said was, Oh, Abu Khabib, I warned you, meaning I told you not to rebel. You didn't listen. And then he said just one place of Because they say you're a bad person. But I say, no, you're a good person. So Hajjaj took that as an affront to his authority. But Abdullah ibn Umar could not be killed openly. Why? Because Abdul Malik ibn Marwan warned Hajjaj, leave the companions. So what happened? He got, he got his chance during Hajj. Astaghfirullah. To mention it briefly, the hadith is in Sayyid Bukhari. Hajjaj told one of his henchmen, he goes, Abu the poison lance, he goes, as if by accident, poison the son of Umar, scratch him. So what happened during the pilgrim rites, when you're in Ihram, one of his uh, henchmen, you know, as if he was doing it by accident, he, he struck his foot with a lance. It was poisoned. And that poison then started spreading. And obviously Abdullah ibn Umar was going to be blessed with martyrdom through poisoning. Then look how sick Hajjaj was. Allah. It's actually funny. That bad. He comes to pay a sick visit. So he comes to Abdullah ibn Umar. He goes, I'm very sorry to hear about this. If I know who did this, I would have done this and that. So Abdullah ibn Umar looked at him. He goes, I know who's done this. He goes, the one who did this is the one who told people to carry weapons in the harm. <laughs> Meaning, you're not allowed to carry weapons in the harm. And somebody with a lance, why has he got a lance? He's the only person I know who tells people to carry weapons is you. And then Hajjaj looked at him, didn't say anything, walked away. So he also was the responsible for the martyrdom of Abdullah ibn Umar. Abdul Malik ibn Marwan had told Hajjaj that during the Hajj rites, Abdullah ibn Umar is the Amir. Follow him. 
So he was really, you know, pride was kicking in. He was thinking, what's happening here? He goes, why do I need to follow this old man? So during the Hajj rites, Abdullah ibn Umar would pester him. He go to his tent. He goes, get up. If you want to follow the Sunnah, this is what you do. He goes, move now. And, he's, and then he got really, and then obviously that pride built up and he gave orders, Abdullah to martyr Abdullah ibn Umar. And what caused it, that one statement of praise for Abdullah ibn Zubair. He goes, he's a good person. It would be sufficient to relate with regards to Hajjaj. It was seen in a dream that Hajjaj was killed by every person he had murdered. And because of his killing of Saeed ibn Jubair, rahmatullahi, he was killed 70 times. This is in Ibn Sa'ad in Istabakat 6-257, Abu Nu'im al-Hilya 4-273. So if you take this literally, if he killed, how many did he kill? 100,000. So 100,000 times he was killed. And 70 because of killing the Tabi'in, Sayyid ibn Jubeh. So somebody saw him in a dream that he was being killed for everyone he had killed in the Barzakh. The gallant Sayyid ibn Jubeh, rahmatullahi was the last noble soul that this ruthless, bloodthirsty tyrant had marked. Shortly after which, he also exited the world. So if a person asks, you know, he's got a blood on his hands all over the place, but who was the last person he blessed with martyrdom? You say Saeed ibn Jubair, who was the famous student of Abdullah ibn Abbas. But after him, very shortly thereafter, Hajjaj passed away. So why? Why did he target Saeed? Saeed ibn Jubair, rahmatullahi, had fought against the tyrannies of Hajjaj on the side of Ibn al-Ash'ath. However, they were defeated. What did I mention? A few nights prior. There were three uprisings against the Umayyads. One was Abdullah ibn Zubair. One was Ibn al-Ash'ath. And the other, of course, was Ali, radiyallahu. And what did Hajjaj say to uh, Anas? He goes, sometimes you're with Ibn Zubair, sometimes you're with Ali, and sometimes you're with Ibn al-Ash'ath. I'm going to skin you. So, Saeed ibn Jubair, he actually was on the side of Ibn al-Ash'ath, revolting against the authorities, but they were defeated. Saeed ibn Jubair, rahmatullah, then went into hiding. And he was arrested with great difficulty from Makkah, in which he had sought asylum. And he was then sent to Kufa. So what's interesting, if a criminal is found in Makkah, can he be punished? And there's a difference of opinion. The scholars say he has to be taken out of the haram. So the haram is a sanctuary. So by nook and crook, they took Saeed out of Makkah. They took him to Kufa. The Khalifa was Abdul Malik ibn Marwan, whose capital was Damascus. Hajjaj was the governor of the Khalif over the Hijaz and Iraq. Saeed ibn Jubair rahmatullah was martyred by the tyrant Hajjaj ibn Yusuf in the year 94 AH. This was a few short years after Anas's passing away, and hence was enlisted upon the treasured list of the highest martyrs. Why? Because our beloved messenger said, sallallahu alayhi wa to utter the truth in the face of a tyrant is the best jihad. To utter the truth in the face of a tyrant is the best jihad. This is in Sahih Muslim. So now what's interesting about Hajjaj, when Umar bin Abdul Aziz became the Khalif, he said about Hajjaj, he goes, we've got the best tyrant. 
And what's interesting about that, he didn't say that by praise. <laughs> what he was saying was, you can't be our tyrant. Mm. Now, why is that shocking? Because he was the Amir al-Mu'mineen. He was the Umayyad Khalif. Yeah. And Hajjaj was serving the Amir al-Mu'mineen of the Umayyads. But Umar bin Abdul Aziz wiped his hands. He said, nothing to do with me. <laughs> he goes, he's a tyrant of the highest caliber. And unfortunately, because we've got him. So now, to make a start on this, the following was a very informative dialogue which took place between this most noble man and the bloodthirsty tyrant before his martyrdom. So, Sa'id ibn Jubair was martyred. We know that, rahmatullahi. But before he was martyred, Allah gave us a very interesting incident. And the conversation is preserved. And there's so many lessons we can take from it. So, where is it recorded? It's recorded in Abu Nu'im al-Hilya and Hafiz Zahabi in his seer and many other works of history. It mentions, when Sa'id ibn Jubair was finally brought before Hajjaj, the tyrant looked at him and said, what is your name? So Sa'id ibn Jubair replied, Sa'id, meaning happy. Hajjaj then asked, what is your father's name? He replied, Jobar, meaning trim and crafted. Hajjaj thereupon smirked and he said, No, rather your name is Shaki ibn Qusair, the wretched son of a broken thing. So he was also very eloquent, Hajjaj. So he's trying to break him mentally now, Sayyid ibn Jobar. So his name is Sayyid ibn Jobar. Sayyid means happy, Jobar means trimmed and crafted. So he changed it, he twerked it. Because no, your name is Shati, wretched Ibn Qusair of the broken one. So Saeed replied calmly, my mother knew my name better than you. So Hajjaj angrily said, you are wretched and your mother is also wretched for bringing you into the world. Saeed replied, Rahmatullah the knower of the unseen is somebody else, not you. <laughs> so Hajjaj then said, enough, I'm now going to put you to the sword. Saeed replied, Rahmatullah that my mother was right in calling me Saeed. <laughs> Hajjaj says, I'm going to send you directly to hell. Saeed replied, Rahmatullah if I had known that you had that power, I would have taken you as my God. <laughs> so if you stop in the report, Hajjaj is trying to break him. And what's actually happening? He's twisting it back on him. Hajjaj now got flustered. He said, I am now going to kill you. Saeed replied, Rahmatullah the time and mode of my death has already been decreed. You can't take it one second later. Or one second earlier. Mm -hmm. Hajjaj responded, Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preferred me over you, as you can see. Saeed replied, Rahmatullah, nobody can be proud of his relation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unless he knows his position. And that and again, Allah Ta'ala is the knower of the unseen. Hajjaj replied, Woe to you. Saeed replied, War is only for the person deprived of paradise who enters hell. Mm. 
Hajjad said, how shall I kill you? Saeed replied, as you would like to be killed. Hajjaj then paused. He then said, should I forgive you? Saeed replied, Rahmatullahi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness is real. Your forgiveness is worthless. <laughs> Hajjaj then said, execute him. Saeed Rahmatullahi thereupon laughed when he was being taken to his place of execution. Hajjaj upon seeing this called him back and he said in curiosity, why are you laughing? Saeed replied, your boldness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his clemency towards you is making me laugh. Meaning you're going to commit a horrific crime. Allah is not intervening. Because I'm laughing at that. Hajjaj thereupon said to everybody present, I am killing a man who has caused dissension amongst the Muslims. Now kill him in front of me. So this was his justification. He goes, he's caused rebellion. He's caused disunity amongst the Muslims. His blood is lawful. And I want him now to be killed in front of me. And inshallah, we will continue from here tomorrow. So all I mentioned today was mentioning a little bit about now the tyrant Hajjaj ibn Yusuf and in terms of what numbers he had killed and what the noble Asma bin Abu Bakr said to him face to face and his response to that. And then I mentioned a little bit about the martyrdom of Abdullah ibn Umar which was caused by Hajjaj. And then, of course, now mentioning the last blessed martyr, Saeed ibn Jubair, and the beautiful report in this regard. Are there any questions you want to ask? Subhanallah bihamdi, subhanakallahumma bihamdika, ashwallahi ilahi illa anta astaghfirika atubu alayka, abdillahi ibn shaitanakim, subhanahu rabbika rabbil izzati amma isifur, assalamu alaykum asalim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, bismillah ar-Rahman al-Rahim, wal-asr, insan alayfi ghusr, alladhina amudu wa amilu al-sayhan, wa rawasim al-haq, wa rawasim al-sabr, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Thank you.